Nick's tirade in our previous episode has me wanting to do something related to a story or, I don't know, something that I think is, you know, really your wheelhouse and not mine, but but I love I love to witness. You know, I'm like a dementor. I feed off the emotional <laughs> passion. I'm fine to do that as long as sometime soon we uh, do one that flips that dynamic. Um, oh, right, and it has me... Yeah, where rampantly. you can hold forth more than me. Um, do, what would those topics even be? Uh, I, I assume... Um, well, you you know you host one more podcast than me, so uh, host hosting. <laughs> you, you do a lot of hosting. Hosting, yeah, but, yeah. I, but I don't necessarily enjoy it. Uh, that's but that I have a lot to say about it. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm putting that on the list for next time. But uh, yeah, I mean, I made the joke just now off mic about doing fan theories because I came at them so hard um, at the last one because they're garbage. But maybe that's too small an idea. We could have a small episode. Uh, we could have a small episode, but I still think maybe. Um, I still think maybe uh, fan fandom fandom could be better. Yeah, we're in. Yep, sweet. Hanging through the ether like a giant emotion. There's lotion, there's lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take it to the bank, ideas. All right. oh, I'm going to be obnoxious on this one. Welcome to rank ideas. Uh, why, why you say this one? <laughs> The podcast where we rank all ideas of uh, human creation. We, I would like to see if if anyone has any strong, what they feel is compelling evidence for animal ideas. I'd like to see that, mm. uh, and um, you know, we can rank them big time. Absolutely, um, different th- different podcast, of course, because this one's for human ideas in order, it. good to bad. People have posited. Um, yeah, people have posited who we might have on as guests, by which I mean a lot of people have just pitched themselves as guests. Yeah, right. Have they? Uh, well, John Griffiths did. Oh, yeah. You know, this guy we know. Uh, shout out to John Griffiths. It'll never happen. There's no chance. Oh, really? Well, John gets to do... So- he's already... He's host. He has two podcasts of his own already. Yeah, but the, yeah. what does that mean? I just... All right, Is I'll level with you. I just don't think John's opinions are going to be meaningfully, meaningfully good. Oh, wow. John, I just don't... John... John Griffiths. Wow. I'm not interested in you, what your take on anything. Yeah. John, for what it's worth, um, I am interested, but uh, I feel like Nick's not interested really in anyone's opinions. <laughs> like I can't, I can't think of, you know, if there are two other seats in the room that we're in, they're both covered in stuff. I think, I think every possible message I've to done say that there as are I've, no I've, guests. I've, I've put yeah. my bag up as a little sign. Yeah. No, what I was about to say is that animals would be a great, uh, if we had, had a guest animal on to help uh, rank an animal idea. I, I imagine that one of the great breakthroughs of this next century will be that we can have meaningful communication with some animals in some way. But that's more of a fantasy because I guess if I think about it, you know, like I, I have a, a I, sh- I share a life with a dog and um, chimps and if I, I shudder to think what he would say. Like he would be saying, I am deferent to you. Please don't beat me or, you know, whatever. like something yeah, that would so just be rude. so awful and foul my world review would be john griffiths do you think what do you think about what your pets think i care about your opinion what about consistency so oh sorry do you care about that we haven't ranked it yet okay yeah yeah, it's a it's a a crystal box empty um so the real reason i'm busting uh john griffiths uh chops particularly is because he's uh a friend of mine who like uh, his a lot of his podcasting and um reporting is around uh, his fandom of different things, like right. you know, he, does, he has a he has you know like a TV roundup uh, show that he does. And so I don't know because I just don't consume culture. There we go. Well, and he, he you know he posts about uh, shows that he watches and clearly loves a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I would I uh, John uh, let us know if you think it's wrong, but you know I think that you, you would self-identify as a fan of certain things. Um, 
So I'm a um, vociferous uh, consumer of, um, you know, uh, pop culture, you know. Is that the line we're drawing around it? Like a no. fandom is the is sort of a, no. a, a constituency of people who are no. into something? No, because I'm a pretentious contrarian and so I feel like I'm different, Chris, because I c- what I was going to say is that yeah. I, can, I consume a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. so much of this stuff, but what I, I feel like there's this other thing. There's this like fandom as a cultural signifier – as um as an identity that's kind of um become as much of a stronger like an even stronger thing like i think was existed for a long time and has become really strong now like i feel like yeah well because there's so you can find your pocket of a hundred thousand of you any like no matter what your poison is there's there's a group of you and you yeah. can all get together and share your oh sorry move the mic share your reflections on yeah. whatever it is that you love and which on paper sounds lovely right and so i feel like the fact that i have this weird does it uh, well this is the thing i feel like um this, I need you to kind of I need you to come hard at me from my uh, on my take on this, Chris, because weirdly, even though I you know I'd love to talk at length with people with people mm-hmm. about our shared uh, the shared things that we've consumed or the stories that we've engaged with consumed is like a pretty reductive word for the way that people engage with stuff, um, but true often um, the even though I'm way into that, there's this certain aspect of um, there's a certain aspect of what fandom is that I find cringy, and what I, I think the diff- I think what it is, examples of what it is, and maybe you can help me articulate it. I mean, I can think of some already. Like if 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 I can jump in Please. with them, I, I think of like so say um, Star Wars. That's a big one at the moment with the recent Star Wars film coming out. The the, the fandom is the uh, the people who identify so closely with the whatever the product is that they. They, there's something unique about them in it, and the, which is sort of an exchange, which includes sort of like an ownership of of whatever a sense of being owed something at the very least. Yeah, yeah, and and that that's shared in common with other people, and, th- and that they're on this ride, and they're they're, I guess, for me as a as someone who's not in those worlds, I guess I could cynically think in occasion that people are um, mapping a lot of their emotional expression through those journeys. Sure, and um, and. They, they, it sort of serves as surrogate functions for other areas of life, which is not to say that um, whatever would be in their stead is not another kind of fandom or, or identity pro- identity projection. You could say the same thing of sports fans. And that's not really what we're talking about, though. I don't. Uh, is no, it? I we think are? it is. Well, then, I think it is. Then this I, is, I, that I is a difficult one because I think you, you come in a, like you could be a you know fandom includes like I would you know members of the ALP or something. Sure. Here's my here's, here's, okay. oh, here's yeah. maybe here's I'll maybe my out. bright line. Fandom as this is this is just a joke, but I think it's there's some no. truth to it. I think fandom is anything that someone would theme their wedding around. Oh, I love it. You know? So like um like my uh yeah, like and I feel and you know, that's a common thing. People certainly people would theme their wedding around their favorite sports, sports team, team yeah, absolutely. their favorite T V show, their favorite pop culture monolith. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, and so what is it specifically about that? I I, I like the, the favorite measure, genre, but, even, but it's but it's um it's more there's something about what a wedding is because it's something that's so important to people in their mm. own life that they it's so much a part of their identity that they have to include some homage yeah. to it or they, or they not have to but they feel compelled they to. Feel, well they want to and yeah. yeah and I mean and again this is I want to I want to put out my uh, the things that make me cringe at this in the way that makes me look as bad as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a thing that a thing that makes me cringe is literally if people are putting together something like a like a online like a bio of some kind like a dating profile mm-hmm. or um, just anything where they're telling uh, talking about who they who they are and the, f- the 
the first thing or right in the first things that they expose about themselves is here are the things here are the things I'm fans of. Here's my favorite. Here's here's the music. Uh, music is another huge yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've nev- I've never found any of that stuff compelling, but like <laughs> dating dating apps are such a good one for it because you get to see so many people's expression. Like uh, it's still for me a rung above what uh, like a s- an astonishingly high, perhaps even majority percentage of of um, profiles have, which is like I like to eat, I like to go places, yep. I like, to, I like to, to food feel and travel, good. Ch- you know, a cheese and wine. Yeah. Um, yeah, gym. I move my body. Like yeah. you know, it's 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 astonishing to me the basic survival function things that that uh, the identity projections of yeah, so only, many people. The, yeah, the only way like I I'm up for a big for a broad definition of fandom. I think where we can cut where we can make the cuts mm-hmm. is um, it's distinct to ideology. Yep. So, so you know, if someone yep. is yep. So if someone is a fan, if someone is is a gym junkie and they have a gym junkie fandom then maybe it's that there's a particular YouTuber, fitness YouTuber that they subscribe to and and they take their word as gospel. But if they're... Um, just a gym junkie. That's if they, well, if they're a gym junkie who thinks that, you know, who just, who has certain, um, you know, you can have a, you can have a separate thing, which is a gym, which is a fitness ideology where you go, here are the kind of, here's my socio-political take on how you be, has, how you be the best person through this type of exercise. Um, I think, I think almost... Inherent in the idea of fandom, and this is maybe my beef with it in some ways, mm-hmm. is is the external projection into another, into a constructed, into an constructed cultural phenomenon. And that is the point of appeal for the people that are in it. I, I would love it. say, yeah. and and I think that is something that we absolutely have to talk about the merits of to 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 look at this topic because, um, for so many people, those things are totems. They're not. It's not okay. So, I th- I, uh, if you got people talking about their fandom, they're not just going to say, like, I just really like the story or well, I just really I just really like whatever it is. But it's so much more than that. There's, it's a window to social connection. It's a, it's a, it's a safe platform of, mm. of certain types of expression and engagement with other people that they might not otherwise be able to find or find as easily yep. or find as rewarding. Um, and there are those real benefits for the for the fandom group and obviously it's something that seems to exist anyway i think yep. the reason that you and i are wary of it or maybe disdainful of it certainly mm-hmm. in some ways even though yes i'm disdainful though, in some ways and and, if, and both of us are fans in, in of a lot of things yep. which, as in which is a silly thing to say because probably everybody is i love all kinds of things yeah um, i love more things than i but i think it's the identity element that's that's yes. a, that feels a bit uh Fundamentally, yeah. Core to my core to my identity is that yeah. I'm a fan of, um, yeah, the uh, the Steelers or. Um, is it too strong to say a surrogacy? Hmm. Is that too? Is nah, that I mean, it feels yeah. In I feel like that's the end. It's, it's it's something in that direction that is what makes me feel uncomfortable about yeah. it. I mean, it, it's a it's it's a trope now that people will tweet like you know your your whatever isn't a substitute for a personality. Sure, I guess probably. I mean, the biggest cut I for think me. That's dumb too. I think that that is dumb uh, because you know, like, what uh, is it? what is a personality? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the other, for me, obvious. This is obvious, but the discomfort is around the idea of if someone invests their identity into something, and mm-hmm. this is the same problem I have with ideology. Um, if you invest your identity into something, then then an attack on that is an attack on you, mm-hmm. and the defense the defense of you involves defense of that thing, and you're losing agency in your own. Decisions or capacities, yeah. I think. I think it's not a particularly resilient um, path to be an extreme fan because you, 
yeah, you're you're wedding closely to something I, that you potentially have. No, I mean, typically you pro- have no control you, over, and you project so much onto. Yeah, I mean, I've seen. I mean, I've seen the cycles of trauma. I've seen the cycles of trauma of fans of the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer when it turns out that uh, the cr- the creator and showrunner was. Um, you know, uh, behaved in ways that abused his mm-hmm. power dynamics over women under his in his employ. You know, uh, and then you know, which should just be like for me as someone who that was my favorite TV show when it was coming out in the yeah. early two thousands. I, but you know, it never became like it was. The show for me was entertaining, resonant. Um, I engaged with it on a deep level, kind of like there was a compulsive element of enjoyment of it. Um, but it's it's not a betrayal in the way that like I never know. felt that I, if people if people would ask me twenty things about myself at the time it was my favorite show it wouldn't have none of those twenty things would it would never have occurred to me to say oh and I'm a fan of Buffy of the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm. I would because you know which uh, not to say it's fine if that is what someone says but at the same time here's the cup for me and this is this is I'm sorry if this is strawmanning fandom. Uh, because it's spectrum, but you know, I think that there's an extreme. If this isn't how people actually feel, if if the if people don't actually feel the opposite to how I feel, you, they certainly behave that way. Which is that for me, everything I love, I can still critique. Yeah. Um. Ob- part of that's part of the fun, you know. Like I and I don't think that fans can't do that, but I think for fans. Fans often do that the most, though. But yeah. there's, but there's a different. I think there's feels, a different nature of the relationship. It feels so. It feels so not relaxed and so loaded Personal. and so. Uh, yeah, it's like it just feel, it feels like there. It, it's just it looks like a lot of people processing trauma a lot of the time, where mm. it was like, oh, I, invest, it I invested. I invested yeah. in the idea that this thing was gonna be abidingly satisfying for me. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, ultimately, I feel like a lot of people they spend put a lot of intellectual energy into trying to argue why something like a film franchise has lost its way. When really, the fact is that chewing gum only had some only could, could only possibly have so much flavor for you. It, yeah. It's not going to be the same. Also, just the basic thing of more of the thing you like isn't always better. That mm. seems like an obvious point. But um, yeah, the uh, other aspect. I thought that was a really interesting one with the Matrix films because I, I like I love the film, and then the subsequent ones. You know, for me, weren't as good, but I didn't care at all. Like, uh, like I didn't feel like. like I just thought like the first one is so good because it gets this world revealing, you know, uh, element, and the subsequent ones don't get that free kick, so they're just going to be a fraction of it. And I didn't even care. I'm just like, oh, this is what they want to keep saying about this. That's interesting to me. Like, I, I watched the first one, I liked it. I watched the second one, I didn't like it, so I didn't watch the third one. Yeah, not an uncommon story. And um, yeah, like for me, there's a there's a power in that. Obviously, separate to what we're discussing with fandom, but related to it is this idea of people feeling like they have to consume things. Actually, it's not separate because the other thing that the weird thing that fandom at its, at its extremes, not even at its extremes, at its kind of mild common uh, expression causes is people consuming a lot of stuff that they have no chance of liking because of the identity market they've put on themselves oh yeah so a good example is i know so many people who are in their mind they're science fiction fans Mm -hmm. but they're not they're fans of the handful of science fiction things that they saw when they were young that they really loved that are very that were all very specific things and instead of i don't know anyone like this uh it's it's it's, i don't hang out with the same people it's super prevalent i think you know a lot of people who have a similar type of thing at play though so what i'm yeah so what i'm I'm describing is that they these people they've decided what i like is science fiction and so then they spend their whole life consuming anything that comes in their orbit that's science fiction because they like science fiction meanwhile they don't like most of what they're consuming. They're spending heaps of time watching stuff that's averagely good or they're, you know, it's, uh, compared to what, the, like what they never did at any point. And this is a very haughty, el- elitist, um, pretentious oh, argument. I love it, yeah. 
um, what they've never done at any point is going, oh, what were the themes of those things I really loved? What were the what were the story what were the overarching ideas and types of character relationships, um, this and like existential investigations that were in those things or what dialogue what style are the common resonances? What and what uh, did I actually like? Was it, the, lo- was it spaceships? The reason I love it, Nick, is not because um, I, I love to sit here and pass judgment. I, I actually hate that. I I just think that you have such a such a strong and rich knowledge of. Um, Cultural consu- like cultural knowledge. I, I don't know how to even classify it all, but I, I think that uh, you know you shouldn't you shouldn't uh, sell yourself short. I don't know any like I don't know anyone who thinks about uh, these things in the way that you do. I'm certainly at the exact opposite of the spectrum, and I'm sure uh, engage in all these behaviors. Um, I can't even think of them to my head, but I just I just have such uncritical engagement with things. It's just based on how I feel about them. I don't. I don't know if my knowledge is rich at all. All I know is that a like. No, I'm, it's your interest. You built it over time. It's I'm neurotic now. Like what I've, I know that what I've done over time is, you know, I have a. Des- I want the exact thing. You know, harkening back to last episode about pornography. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the similar sort of thing. Like the reason you you know you mentioned in that last one that you consumed pornography somewhat when you were younger and now somewhat less as an adult. Mm-hmm. For me, oh, heaps. For heaps me, of for me, uh, there's a slightly different thing. And to me, to me, my uh, consumption of pornography tracks to my consumption of comic books, film, TV, everything, uh, novels. Over time, I have just refined. I've analyzed and refined my sense of the stuff that I like the most because. I get stressed out by detail. I get stressed out by my mortality. I get stressed out by the idea that I'm that there's no time to consume all the things. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't like having a I don't like having a bed or I don't like being bored or disliking things um, too much. Like there's an event horizon. I like to you know I like to critique. There's pros and cons to everything I consume, but also I'd like to see stuff where mostly it's what I'm into. Mm-hmm. And for me to reliably get that day in day out, I've had to analyze and think and pick apart these things so I can That's detect. So it. interesting. Basically, so you know the example is. I always know if I'm going to like a movie or not from the trailer, because it's not that hard. If you just so does if, my partner, if, if you just if you're just punishingly nerdy mm. about it, like me, do you I, read the Wikipedia pages for what a film is about before you see it? I don't. I don't need to. Like, oh right, there's enough. There's enough clues. Yep, there's enough. There's enough clues of the sensibility and the tone and the uh, certainly things like so the this. Is why I stopped watching films. Um, I sort of recently started watching a couple more than usual because my partner is really into them. But I, I stopped watching them because I can't, I don't have that same motivation. And so I never have tracked what is common of the things that I like. And because it's, because obviously, sorry, not obviously, because for me, it's a cross genre and it's a cross aesthetic and I just can't quite figure it out. So I don't know exactly what it is. And so I have such a poor success rate of seeing stuff that I've just written off. I mean, and I'm sure like I have friends who to my cost, I have friends who usually don't like the movies they see and they still have seem to have a perfectly good time. Watch Let's watch a movie. Right. You know, so I'm too, I'm too like, uh, frenzied in the brain Mm. to, to relax and and do that with my time. The other thing I have, and this is more specific to me and should be judged but uh, harshly, but like the thing that I like even worse than something that's bad is something that's just sort of, uh, that's fine. No, no, I completely agree with that. You know, that shouldn't be judged. At least something is bad. You can, you can, you're like, you can sit there and be like, why is this bad? This is a poor decision here. This is a bad, whatever execution of that. But if something that's fine, you've just wasted your time. Yeah. Something that just took a life, something that just took a risk of a shot at the middle distance and, uh, yeah, and something that could have something that could have easily been 
whether whether we certainly where you can tell the talent behind it if they'd been nudged a little if they were in a if they were in a normative environment that demanded more could have produced more. Here's here's a funny one, Nick. I'm going to challenge you here because I don't want you to think of this and challenge me to it. <laughs> you have your own fandom. What do you mean? People are fans of your work and uh, you as a person. That's nice. They're I, out there. I mean, it just, it's technically true. I yeah. Um, I so for those who don't know. Um, I uh, have a creative practice that is audience facing. So, you know, I uh, make things like music and performance art and theater shows and some, and, you know, a little bit of film stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm very fortunate. I want to be careful about how I say this because I understand how many people, how many people toil at these things that um, aren't, uh, you know, don't, may not resonate with an audience. The, for yeah. Reason. So, I mean, I have, a, I have an audience of um, a few dozen people that regularly show up for or consume my things, which, you know, is obviously, you know, by any, by any, on the scale of people making stuff is very modest indeed, also is very precious. Like, I'm, ve- I'm very appreciative. Mm-hmm. I count myself very lucky that I have people who regularly do that. Um, and, um, yeah, like, and that idea of just being, you know, having that hyper local, um, Return on investment is, uh, yeah. Um, well, since last episode, you shredded our four UK for fans, or was episode before. Well, I mean, imagine what rude things they would have said if they had even a chance. On the other hand, our Irish audience seems to have <laughs> quadrupled. <laughs> um, yes, but sorry, uh, why does why did you bring it up in particular? Oh, because um, do you have a relationship with the concept of fandom in related to you? Hmm. I don't know if I. I mean, short answer is I get. Um, uh, it would, you know, I mean, in a very basic level, uh, it's the people who offend me aren't as often, like some people, are, I, there's this even smaller, you know, like less than a half dozen people who might actively talk to me directly about stuff they like about mm-hmm. my work. Uh, almost no one who like comes at me with hard critiques um, I- when I'm not engaged in like a program where those are the ground rules, even though I love that. But uh, sorry, this is not really, the, the element that I'm after is, do you think that there are people who, do you think? Um, do I think uh, they're a Nick Delatovic stands? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Mm. Um, if you are, I'm sure you're already writing in anyway. <laughs> um, it was John Griffiths burnt him at the start of yeah, this episode. Yeah, it was time. I would be. Let me put it this way: if there were, I would be uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I would be uncomfortable with the idea of being. Um, uh, like I want to be paid. Like I'm a giant ham. I want to be paid attention to. I want. Um, a th- I want an audience of millions. Of course, I do. But I don't want uh, an uncritically. I want a critically engaged one, and I feel like I've yeah. I've had, I have had enough examples when I've done slightly larger scale things that have gotten a few more people to them that don't know me. Because mm-hmm. again, it's I think I'm a bad. I mean, a bad case in some ways where a lot of people who engage my fan base is so small. A lot of people know me personally who mm-hmm. are my who seem to like my stuff. The the examples I've had of people who didn't know me coming and seeing my stuff and reviewing it or feel feeling chill to just talk to me a bit more nakedly about it. Um, I was really appreciative. Every, like I wasn't precious about it um, as in, I didn't shrink away from their critiques. I was just, I was so happy. Like the, the idea that they really thought about my, the thing was just so oh, flattering yeah, and, is, and satisfying. Really nice. And um, I don't know if people just come up to you and be like, Oh, you're, Oh, that was that, you know, if the, if they're just f- showering, compliments on you then a either they're just being disingenuous or nice which is fine or um but you know nothing uh that's just what we sometimes do for each other mm-hmm. but um if we'll be. but sometimes there's a version like if i feel like someone is coming to me and, and imbuing me with some kind of 
had like magical. It's like, oh, you're doing this amazing thing yeah. that I couldn't do. Yeah. That makes yeah. me instantly uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and, and this is something I wanted to, I didn't want to have to you, talk you, about for myself, but. Because you have a, you have a, you have a somewhat larger fan base than me. Somewhat. I mean, it's also, also I'm not a celebrity, but. A few, a few times as big, I'd say. Uh, from some of my, definitely like throughout the decade or so that I've been in my various artistic practices, I have encountered people who engage, who have engaged with me and my work, not in a critical way, but in a, um, like a reverence for the fact that something is successful. And I've I find it so dehumanizing. I've, I've been in it's, the room and seen it from across the room. Have you? Yeah, yeah. right. It's, it's makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I've seen your discomfort. Have you? Yeah. You're, yeah. So, you're so wise, Nick. <laughs> it's not, I mean, again, it's just, these things get said in popular culture. I'm just receiving the, you recognize the things, but also <laughs> like, um, recognize the panics, the panic <laughs> signals. But, but, uh, but I think that, um, that's probably the element of what we're talking about here, because there is there is something beyond a critical engagement with something. It's 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 a reverence that that ha- that that comes mm. from a status and and a, sh- a shared identity, as though there's a relationship uh, of elements that aren't there. Maybe yeah. Which uh, uh, it's kind of it it crosses over into my discomfort with things like uh, narrative, like the, the, the idea of genius or yeah. gur- or guru yeah. culture yeah. or the idea of like oh this is this thing. Um, let me just, yeah, I'll tell another story just just to kind of maybe give the audience a kind of some sympathy for the people that we're coming at mm-hmm. as well and to paint me in a worse light because one of the cringiest moments I had, no, it wasn't that cringy, but just me sitting there in like judgment of someone who was clearly just a lovely, earnest person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a screenwriting program uh, session um, a couple of years back and they were getting people, they were getting us to go around and... Um, just as an intro exercise, just as a cheap thing. It's like, oh, tell us what your favorite show is and why, your favorite TV show. And um, people were doing it. And um, the uh, – yeah, what it got to one person and she was she started talking about how her favorite show was The West Wing. And she started to talk about why and she started to cry. Um, you know, like she, wow. got, she got so emotional about – and she and she was very specifically doing the thing that a lot of people talk about when they talk about their pop culture thing, where she was talking about the characters as if they were people she knew, yeah, um, and um, and about the vision of the world that it gave her, and like she just went there so quickly, like it was within thirty seconds, and this was to a room of strangers, and um, obviously, like I, you know, I liked that. I watched that show back in the day. I really liked it. I mean, there's plenty. Like I, it was funny, right? Because I was when so the two cringinesses for me, the two things that make me discomfort is like. The thing that annoys me is like, oh, I like the show The West Wing, but I can't now have a discussion with that person about The West Wing where I'm honest, right? Because I also have some deep critiques of The West Wing. Yeah, and you don't want to, and I don't want to, I don't want to, you don't want to make somebody feel horrible. I don't want to say anything, anything about, yeah. yeah, against the show. It's so I, interesting that this should come up. Um, Lily's and I have got a subscription to the Masterclass um, app and series, oh, yeah, yep. and there's an Aaron Sorkin one, and yep. he was talking about West Wing. And he's saying it's really important that you don't that you, your characters in your shows, they're different to real people, like like in how you write them and conceive mm-hmm. of them and like give them, you know, narrative things to do. And so that, I think that's why it, it feels so askew for people to have interactions with them as though they are real people. Like Certainly rather than to be like, I love this element of this writing someone, or something. As someone who, I, what I liked about that show was the characters, I think his... He, what he's communicating there is his ethos is certainly evident in those characters. Yeah, right. And I think Never th- seen it, the I'm people. Sure. Well, I think I definitely think the people who've seen it and really don't like it are probably 
bumping against that as a thing that they right, don't, they don't right. like because the characters are very much you know they're um, they're heightened constructs stylizations yeah they're yeah. not they're not naturalistic they're not they're not recognizable humans from the world mm-hmm. um, not that they're not at all but yeah it's um, yeah it's it, again he's cle- he's clearly doing a thing and yeah. and expositing it as such um, and again like you know there's a lot to like about the show and again like to me. Um, a lot of the fun about even the fun the fun about talking about good things is still looking at the pros and cons that make them up. And yeah, sometimes, absolutely. Sometimes part of what's good about something is the rough edges or the or the slightly you know the the, the weird knotted in innedness of problematic stuff and um, yeah, and also the failures of things like yeah. that you love let you know so much about you know. As a, I'm as much of a music nerd as I am any other type of nerd, and a lot of my favorite um, albums from the era where albums were a relevant format. I think hashtag, they are again, hashtag apparently. Sick. I didn't Rock know. On. I don't know, but I've been told. Uh, and uh, yeah, but a lot of my favorite albums from history are the ones that are like a little bit more that are, that are, f- are slightly f- that are failures on the on the standard metrics of how right. albums succeed. The ones that are a bit more odds and endsy, or um, a little bit more di- like clearly. If I think of together. any of my favorite artists. I like such a small percentage of what they do in terms of output, but I love overall what they're doing. Yeah. Like, like I just like it, it doesn't have to be, you know. Even in in you know my favorite albums of the artists, are like maybe I only like really am blown away by a few songs, but the whole direction of like it's it's more like an infectious mentality or something like and, that. And here's what, and you can see that it's because more of a human or something. And here's what I like about fan. Th- here's one thing I like about super fans of things or fans of things, or at least experts of things, like high-level high geeks in mm. areas, is they can be your guide towards... They can teach you how to like something. And, mm. I would, and I'm ready to be taught how to like something. Um, the, you know, as in sometimes it, it can be such a quick thing, like for me to have a whole... Because I tell you what, you know, and again, this is just me being a contrarian at all costs, but the thing that I hate, that, that irks me just as much, is people who sort of have a passing glance at a thing and are like, what's that? It mm. seems like just blah, oh, yeah. blah, blah. That thing, makes me sick. Or, or, or they'll say like, oh, so I, the classic one is like, oh, so I saw this movie trailer and it just seems like it's about a blah that does a blah, blah. And I'm like, and I'll just say to them, I'm like, you know that if you describe any story just by describing what it is, it'll, they all sound bad, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's, yeah, it's, you've, 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 ex- you've communicated nothing of meaning there. Um, oh, I, 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 um, I'm not sure if you, saw but there was as part of the design canberra festival i was looking after this or helping these german artists that had come and brought a bubble yeah like a big inflatable yeah, yeah, yeah. installation and the number of people that would come past and just be like mm. or, or if they engage i might be like what does it do what's it for and i'm <laughs> like oh my god like i mean you know fine not to get it but it's, it's just more the mentality fine not to but like it not, yeah, not exactly. to get it don't like whatever you want but just the mentality that something um that you've given no engagement with is immediately not good and you should like I, write it off and walk past it. Which it's, I, which I hate that. Because it, yeah, it's, like it's like a microcosm of the lack of curiosity that people might have. For, it's because I'm a high trade openness person. I want people to explore things and see how things could be and, and, and walking past such and I'm things a, is the and I'm a, Yeah, and I'm a curious person, but the other thing I, that I detect in there is just, oh, I don't want to have to feel like I should be engaging with something that I'm not, which yeah. is funny because I just feel like people like, should relax because, guys, you can just say that you don't have enough time. Yeah. You can just say it's like... Maybe you, we're back onto that thing that we discussed a while ago, the Australian... Mm. trait of like yeah. you know we have to have a reason to yeah have to express have just our basic feelings whereas americans it'd be so great that's it my um housemate did a great it's semi-related but i want to bring it up because i was so into it he did a, he did a tweet in december about just australians having such a problem with subjectivity 
like no one can embrace their subject that their point of subjectivity around anything like if it's he was mostly talking about like political discussions around current hot button issues but the idea is like everyone has to have everyone has to be building a cage of of rationality and logic around what they think like no one can just no one can just be relaxed relaxed into the idea of it's like oh well for my personal values and sensibility that's i don't like that or or even which based is, on my which values, is funny. that person's that person's done wrong or bad. Because I think that is a prerequisite to, to to be able to acknowledge that and have that in yourself is a prerequisite to then being tolerant of other people being like that, which they are inevitably anyway. Yep. Like you know, nobody is the rational holder of all information and That's the it. arbiter of the ultimate truth. Like, and and if you can't acknowledge that in yourself, then how can you be like, oh well. I'm right about everything, but I can see how these other... They're entitled to be wrong in exactly. this direction. Meanwhile, obviously, our rankings on this list are, um, you know, are merely just the correct, objectively correct rankings of these. Well, why would we do it if it wasn't the truth? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, Speaking uh, of, fa- so fandom. Yeah. It, it's, it's felt very much to me like this whole conversation. Like we're, maybe we're the wrong people to do it, but we are the people that have done it, and it feels like a bottom halfer. Like, yeah. I'm not into it. You're not into it. We... We're missing whatever motivator there is in our own lives for the people that that uh, pursue it and get a, no doubt a huge amount from it. So it, it can't be dismissed that it is a real benefit to people. An but, obsessive but, thing. But would it be nicer to have that expressed in different ways? Who are we to say? I like I said, the thi- if there's anything that if there's anything that can my argument in favor of it, the good experiences I've had with it is just those moments where I've accidentally stepped into a metaphorical room. Often it's just by picking up a magazine from some extreme of some extreme niche activity mm. or subculture mm-hmm. that I know nothing about and just reading it and reading, you know, where it's the, these, these peers who share this obsessive fandom just talking to each other in their own language and me trying to work it out from context. Sometimes that's a delightful thing to do. Often that's a delightful thing to do. It doesn't make me want to then meet them in real life. No, it's also not worth the cost to me because to me it's such a fragile... I just see it's, yeah. a, it's it's fragile. Like you know, you don't want to be mapping your 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 it your, create, your it, meaning to such volatile things that are that are, so not, that are not born of yeah. They're things they're that not complete or interrogated necessarily. Not I mean, obviously there'll be exceptions, but I think they will change so irrevocably. Like, yeah. yeah. Again, back to your original example. If you keep insisting that Star Wars exists, Star Wars will change so irrevocably from what you originally understood it to be because it's part of it. Because the resources that take uh, that it takes to be made are so vast that it's going to be um, hardwired into larger cultural shifts yeah. in su- in a way that, you know, the, if, if you're, yeah, you're just making it easier for to be the thing that it's already insidiously easy for all of us to be, to become, which is just the person who is, t- who is personally disrupted by societal change or generational change. And the, oh, I love that. And, and yeah, and the thing that, um, uh, yeah, the, th- all of the things that, um, yeah, the the sense of community that you get around it, I've just seen again and again from the outside as a as a contrarian non-joiner jerk. Um, but yeah, these again generationally, it just leads to in-group, out-group policing around the ideas of what these things. Should well, this is the be. thing that I was thinking at the start of raising, but I think there is more to the topic of fandom than just that. But it, it feels very much like. Um, a lot of the trappings are trappings of any identity expression and, and group yeah. identity. You know. Yeah, shared, shared. And again, I, I just uh, just sense of value. before we rank it, yeah, we did fall into just because the they're just it's they're just so easily to hand to talk about. We we talked we still talked a lot about pop culture fandom. Mm. I really want to restate for me this counts for 
um, sports, sports fandom, fandom, fandom of things political like fandom, yeah, cele- any, absolutely any, political any fandom. prominent individual fandom. That's it. Yeah, just yeah, just you know, stand culture of any kind, mm-hmm. um, celebrity fandom of any kind. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'd I'd love what I'd love and on the outs- Oh yes, yeah, what I'd love is this. This feels like a particularly good one for yeah. If people listen to this and they want to come at us with their counter arguments for what they've got out of fandom that they think is lastingly good, I'd really yeah. want it. Really yeah. want to hear. It. I invite that. It's not going to change the ranking, but um, uh, and just to be clear, like things like. You know, if you're really into gardening, that's distinct because you know you have a relationship with it and you're doing it, and it's a task. It's not a, it's not something that's removed that you're a recipient of. Is that is that? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's not just the thing that so you're. So the garden, being, backyard, you know, veggie growing stands. That's not. They're no. not. They're not. That's not the same thing. No, no, no. That's right. Because yeah, I mean, I'm sure like that might we could talk about. Um, uh, we could find some idea that express that expresses Covers the both, but it's the, not. The, yeah, or or there could be a separate idea that we find to rank separately. That's just about getting really focusedly into one thing to the hobby. exclusion of other things. Uh, hobby, yeah, or just hobby, just or things like hobby. Yeah, mm. <laughs> no, that's that's another that's just another podcast that you're spitballing there. Yeah. Um. All right. So bottom. So bottomish of the list. So underneath mail, which is our last, which is the bottom of our kind of good ideas. It's a very top heavy list of quality at the moment. Yeah. No, it's definitely been a lot below mail. Yep. So under that. We've got in uh, order of least worst to most worst at the moment. We've got jobs, cheating, genius, and faith. Below jobs. Yep. I feel like we came up with more things that we liked about the idea of cheating. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's really comparable to genius. I think there's a lot of overlap there. But I think there was the, the cheating. Yeah. Uh, no, genius. Fandom. Genius. And fandom. Genius fandom and, and genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interrelate. What's the it's the spurious reverence. Yes. Um cheating just from memory also slid because um you want your optimal systems not to require yes. that kind of externalized um, punishment. Yes. Yeah. But there's still an idea that if you there is still a if you get if you get really stuck you can cheat. But that and and there's still a benefit to fandom but but the it's a risky cost i think yeah potentially not you can go your whole life being a fan saying it'll be the most rewarding thing that you, engagement that you have yep i feel like it's about whether it's above or below genius mm. i feel like because we're in the lower half it's it's not about whether it's more useful it's about which is more damaging probably yeah. i feel like genius has been a, has been more damaging for longer they're very closely related, though. Yeah, because fandom is like a strong. Like I feel like genius. Genius is maybe elevated if you c- if fandom doesn't get to be in the mix. Like maybe the worst expressions of genius doesn't don't get to happen without fandom. Yeah, and I, I, to be honest, that's what that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to yeah. say, you know, genius can exist, and most people can have a like a which I think most people do have a pretty diet relationship with it. Mm. I don't think anybody's like, well, we must obey the genius. Yeah, sorry, some people are like some that. people are most people are not most um, people, but are. but. Everyone who's involved in a fandom is, we must obey the genius. That's it. So I think it's yeah. below genius. Yeah, great. Awesome. It's our new second worst. Wow, we did yeah, it. Pretty good. Faith, still way worse. Mm. Yeah, evidently. Thanks for listening. Thank you.